a man named Bob Putniano. He's been wandering around searching for his identity. Putniano's tried Thursdays, Saturdays, Mondays, but now he's trying to find himself yet again, this time on Wednesdays and Fridays from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. He likes to refer to this mere blip in the time continuum as the sounds of blue, but what Bob Putniano is unwilling to face, something else has found him in the Twilight Zone. Then when I went out to do Layla, we didn't really have very much material and we started working and experimenting and I just, I just started recording everything I had in my head, including old blues standards and anything that I could play. The phone rang and it was Dwayne calling to find out if indeed Eric and the band were in the studio and I said yes, he said I'm going to be playing down there tomorrow night at the convention center and uh, I, I would love to come up to the studio afterwards. And I said, oh, that'll be fine, I'm pretty sure. And so just let me check with Eric. When I've heard Wilson Pickett's version of Hey Jude, I knew that Tom would be involved in the recording of that. And I asked him who it was, and he said, this is this guy called Skydog Allman. I said, Eric, Dwayne Allman was on the phone. He and the brothers are playing here tomorrow, and he was hoping he could come by. And Eric looked at me, he said, you mean the chap who played on the back end of the Wilson Pickett Hey Jude record, and he plays me Dwayne's solo? And I said, yes. He said, he's playing here tomorrow? I said, he's doing an outdoor concert. He said, we have to go see him. We went down there and sat in the front, just behind us in what would normally be the security line. Dwayne opened his eyes during a solo, looked down and stopped dead in his tracks. And from there on in, uh, it was like, two big wide-eyed kids looking at each other. And I, and I watched, and I was blown away by this band. It was so fantastic. And so we invited them all back to the studio and we jammed and Dwayne became, for that period of time, like the fifth member of, of Derek and the Dominoes. There were very few words exchanged. It was just complete musical dialogue among them. They, they, they just look and say, hey man, how do you, and that, the, it just, the, the magic happened. OK, 
Okay, let me take it one more time. I can do it better than that. Just give me a second here. Okay, slug. Okay, play. Here comes the drum turn. Four more bars to the first vocal. From here. Vocal number one. Eric and Dwayne had a great deal of respect for each other's taste, skill, and musicianship. And there was never a question that Dwayne was a fan of Eric's and Eric was a fan of Dwayne's. We had both developed an early love for blues. And the interesting thing was that he was coming from a, diff a slightly different direction. He had developed a very unique bottleneck slide style while I was bending strings. So we were coming from the same place, but traveling on different paths and, and could meet, and yet sound completely different to one another, even though we had the same principles going on in our heads. You know, it's been so long since I've been able to listen to these parts isolated. It's almost 30 years. Uh, that I just want to look at Eric and Dwayne playing duet on the lead and Dwayne playing the harmonic parts uh, during the solo section. That's Dwayne that we hear on the left. And if I pull Dwayne down a little bit, now you're going to hear the duet. Dwayne and Eric playing the melody on the right. And here they are all together. And it's just beautiful. Those are notes that aren't on the instrument. Those are notes that are off the top of the instrument. And that's, that's what makes those people such magnificent guitar players. It's in the tips of their fingers. It's not in a knob. It's not how loud they play. It's touch. It's touch. And both of them have exquisite technique and touch. And here comes the piano part. And from here on in, we have to start a new mix because this was recorded almost three weeks after the part you just heard went by. a Dwayne part of some sort.
looking at it for the first time all over again. I have to learn the whole song one more time. Good, Godfrey Daniels. Most of my work done with Tom, the, the quality and the su success of those recordings could mainly be laid at his door. And here's another measure of piano. Don't ask me where this comes from. Oh, there's the forehand, yeah. His role was making me feel comfortable and get an inspiring confidence in myself. And I'm no, I've never been very rich in those areas. Um, I've always been riddled with self-doubt about my work. Um, especially as a, as a composer or writer. And one of the ways that I think that I, where I could feel I could really trust Tom was that I'd seen how musically proficient he was, which is something that perhaps I've overlooked and other people might not have told you about, is that he really does know music and much more than I had any grasp of. And so in those days, whenever I thought I had an idea or I wanted to record something, I would always think of Tom first, above doing it on my own, definitely, and above anybody else that I'd ever met. my principles in one form or another. <laughs> That's Tom Dowd, whose birthday it is this week. Inspiration was given to me from Rackman Rob, who said, can you do something for Tom for his birthday this week? 98, he would have been. Never met the man. But I did have the good fortune of meeting the uh, person that did this documentary, Language of the Music, and of music, uh, which was Tom Dowd. They, they knew his time was coming soon, so they actually made him the lead person in the movie as a documentary, and we uh, had a great meeting on the west side, and I'd say somewhere in the upper 18s or the upper teens on the or low 20s, some big warehouse buildings. Joel Dorn joined us. You may have heard us. We uh, had run it a couple of times uh, on a rewind program, not one of not one of Rob's, which we got to get to, but um, Rackman Rob, that would be, but that would be um, the segment that was there that we did, but the the fellow that put together put together Mark Mormon was his name, put together the documentary and whatever, and of course Joel was there working with Tom Dowd for many years. So he was a natural person. Plus, we loved him. I mean, was the, that's the other side of it. Joel Dorn was like, you know, anything he wanted, he got. And But he was cool in the sense that anything we wanted, or I wanted in particular, I got within reason. And uh, his, his comment was like, you know, if you ever need anything, just you know, there's there's always a there's always a candle in the window. Just give us a holler and see what we can do. So Joel was a special cat and a really good guy. But um, back to Tom Dowd, he was. I mean, he's probably most known for, I guess, for working with um, for the, these Layla projection uh, sessions. My favorite is the. Um, what is it, the 25th? I have it right here because I want to play something from it. 20th anniversary, which is a three-CD box set. Three or four. One, two, three, 
four, five. Is that correct? Double check. Go and go inside the box, and you'll know. No, three sash, three CDs broken into five segments. And if you haven't seen the the documentary or language of music, you have to. It's 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 mandatory. I remember sitting with Luther Kent one night. In New Orleans, I think, or maybe we were in Europe. I'm not sure. It, it really doesn't matter where we were. And somehow we came up to talking about this movie. And he says, he says, he says, any anybody who who loves music, it's a must see. He says, you know, I was like mesmerized because Luther told me he didn't really know a heck of a lot about Dowd. And um, but by the time you watch the movie, and you see all those credits that go back to his Atlantic records days Ray Charles and John Coltrane and Root Brown I mean it just goes on and on and on I mean the mostly as a, initially as a uh, engineer but then as a production guy as he did for um, a lot of Clapton's work and many others including we're going to play a new record today. this is Sounds of Blue number Four one four is that correct? Let's see. Sometimes I get lost on these things, and four one four it is. And um, we got a new album from Joe Bonamassa. But when I interviewed Joe, who came to the station, Jesus, that had to be fifteen years ago, maybe more. He, um, I had asked him. I know he had worked with Doubt. I also asked Ron Earl to work with Doubt. So, I mean, just a handful of people that, that went through, but some very huge names. But the movie's dynamite. If you could, if you could get it, I, I believe you can play most of it back on YouTube. Don't hold me to that. But uh, they know that it was issued on DVD. I also know for a while there it was very expensive, so I don't know where that's at anymore uh, as far as price-wise goes. But... I'm sure somewhere out there on the internet you could watch it and stream it on your computer. Maybe have to pay for it. It's well worth it. It's well worth it. So there's a segment, and this is why I'm going to go to my segue of one more piece for Dowd. And by the way, Rob and I were talking about doing a special, Rackman Rob and I, for Tom Dowd's 100th birthday in two years. Lord, Lord willing, hopefully we'll all be around here doing all these good, fun things. And um, maybe do four hours because there's, there's just plenty to work with on Tom Dowd. So uh, that was kind of got this started a little bit. And I said, okay. So he said, well, you know, think about doing something, Tom. And that's when I came up with finding a, a uh, excerpt from the movie. And there's a, there's a piece in, in the movie, probably close to it, I don't remember off the top of my head, where he's talking about Layla because he's talking about the Layla sessions being recorded, being scared about how much drugs they had there and all kinds of other stuff. But on top of everything else, um, where he, he just he freaks out. He's just like the, the band is jamming. Dwayne and, 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 and Derek and Adominos are jamming in the other room. He says, turn the tapes on, turn the tapes on. So they turn the tapes on. And you got several of these, but this one was by far my favorite. As we like to say, God bless Tom Dowd for having the wherewithal to say, yeah, turn the tapes on. Take the tape deck on. 
Texas Jam 5 from the Jam's CD, one of the three CDs, and the 20th anniversary. Enjoy. This goes on for a while. You know that. My name's Bob Puddingham. This is Sounds of Blue number 414. Thank you, Rob, for giving me some insight. I'm not going to go through all of Dow's work. I'm just going to do this, and as a tease, we'll do another tease, and in a year from now, we'll do a blowout, hopefully in two years, when Dow would, will be celebrating his 100th birthday. Good idea, Rob.
Hi, this is Joe Bonamassa, and you're listening to Bob Putignano on the Sounds of Blue. I'm a wino. As high as I can be.
Hi, this is Ben Sidron, and whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Puttingano's Sounds of Blue. It puts a smile on your FM dial. Yes, I went to bed this morning and the sun was shining bright. It's out of sight. Yes, it is. But you know, if you want to get happy, you better take some advice. Oh. If you can't do something naughty, you better do something awful nice. And if you don't want to lose it, be prepared to pay the price. Yeah, well, this running road, yes, it's cold as ice.
Treating me wrong, I'm a level Jerry all night long, all right. Hey, 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 all right. See the woman got the diamond ring, she know how to shake that thing, all right. Hey, hey, oh, oh, all right. I'm gonna take it, mama, go on and take it, boy. I got the thing I'm 
1964. Jerry Lee Lewis would have been 88. Right, one more. Right Here's one we hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, you shake my nerves. Of course. Hey, this is Ben Sidron, and you know, whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Puttingano's Sounds of Blue. Alexander had a marching band Yes, and Alexander, he was a ragtime man And everywhere he could go to play You know, well, all the old folks kneeled down and prayed Yes, Alexander was a fine young man He'd do his work, he'd do his work according to the master plan But then, well, wouldn't you If you had the bees by the knees and the keys to the law of the land Child, child, could you, could you use some Alexander's ragtime brand? He was a fine young man He'd do his work, he'd do 
I say, oh, Mary Ann, you know you sure look fine. Well, now, oh, boy, you know you sure look fine. Well, now, oh, Mary Ann, I can love you all the time. I say, oh, Mary Ann, baby, don't you know.
Hi, this is Larry Carlton, and whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Putignano's Sound of Blue.
Hi, this is David Sanborn, and you're listening to Bob Putignano. Sounds of... Fake it, once you wind it up, you can't unwind it. 
Perpetuates like mass production, sweet seduction, haunts me like perfume. Every time we touch, I feel a deeper meaning, hearts convening, palpitating
would say that love gives meaning to existence We, for instance, prove that point of view I'm convinced our souls have searched a thousand lifetimes To find the right time Enter me and We've kind of been all over the map. <laughs> we went back. I haven't spoken much, so I figured you should go back. That's All I Need, written by Michael Franks and performed by Michael Franks uh, with Dean Parks and Buzzy Feet and the Neil Steubenhaus on bass. Feet and, of course, and Parks, well, guitarist, our guitarist. That was 1990s Blue Pacific for Reprise Records. The interesting thing about this recording, not all tracks, but there's three tracks here produced by Walter Becker. Michael Franks is 79. Wow, where's all the time gone, man? Before that, we heard him covering, uh, they don't credit where they got the uh, lyric from. Well, maybe, maybe, they, maybe they do. Maybe I just missed it. I don't think so, though. Hold on. No, it's, uh, it is listed, and I just missed it, and I just updated my playlist accordingly. Lyrics by Michael Franks, written by originally by Joe Sample for the Crusaders. Uh, that was taken from Sleeping Gypsy from 1977. It also featured people like David Sanborn, Larry Carlton, Wilton Felder's bass, and others. Warner Brothers, Tommy P LaPuma produced. He produced quite a few of Michael Frank's recordings. It must have been a good relationship there because they did quite a bunch, including the, the first track we played by Michael. Sometimes I just forget to smile. It's one of my favorite songs by, by Michael. I have a lot. That I enjoy, but that's from the classic The Art of Tea with Larry Carlton, Joe Sample, uh, Wilton Felder on bass, John Guerin on drums. So a chunk of the Crusaders there for a prize records. And then La Puma. Spell it right there. Check. La Puma produced. Sometimes I Forget to Smile, produced by Tommy La Puma. Like I said, 1975. Before that, we heard David K. Matthews. That's a new release. His uh, album is called The Fantasy Vocal Sessions, Volume 3, Blues and Ballads. That's a mouthful. For Effendi Records. It's a recent release. And that featured on that track, Chris Kane on guitar and vocals. Ben Sidron did Alexander's Ragtime Brand. Not band. Brand. Written by Ben. Featuring Blue Mitchell on trumpet. 
from the, his first recording called Feel Your Groove from 1971 for Capitol Records, reissued on Acadia for, on uh, CD. Ben is 80. Wow. We talked about the um, tracks we played with Jerry Lee Lewis, recorded in 1964 in Hamburg, Germany, live at the Star Club. Pretty sure that was a pickup band, but boy, did they nail it. We heard, uh, going backwards, we heard Great Balls of Fire, What I Say Parts 1 and 1, and Matchbox, of course, What I Say written by Ray Charles, uh, Great Balls of Fire written by Otis Blackwell and Jack Hammer, and Matchbox, we started with the Jerry uh, Lee segment, of course, written by Carl Perkins and covered by the Beatles, you might recall. Joe Bonamasso is in there with um, Wino, W-I-N, no E, dash O, written by Pee Wee Creighton. That's a new release uh, by Joe Bonamasso called Blues Deluxe Volume 2. You can find out more about that at J Bonamassa, just the letter J Bonamassa.com at JNR adventures which is what he's been doing for a while these guys this guy really knows how to market himself i must say we started the setback way back about an hour and 20 minutes ago almost with tom dowd talking about the recording of layla and listening to the tapes many years later that was an excerpt taken from the language of music dvd from 2003 i grabbed it off of youtube who was originally on Palm Music DVD. Tom Down would have been 98, as I mentioned. Rackman Rob suggestion, and uh, for his hundredth birthday, which will be two years, may we all be so happy to be here and not having any kind of other grievances to deal with. Um, we'll do a hundred year, probably four hours, because the man covered so much ground. Anyway. And work with just an incredible amount of uh, artists. Plus, he was picked up by Atlantic Records back in the late 40s, early 50s. He was working on the uh, the nuclear bomb, the Manhattan Project. And he developed things like the slider fit switches for mixing boards and just all kinds of stuff. The guy was a, a brilliant man. If you watch the movie, you'll see he's as down-to-earth as... Maybe you or me? I don't know. <laughs> okay. With that all being said and being all caught up, how about we feel your groove with some more Ben Sidron? Since I don't know when 
but bed every night and then I can really feel your groove
The two guitarists on that track are Curly Cook with kind of the screaming ones, solos, and Boss But you remember, they were both in the Steve Miller band with Ben and Boss. Don't you? You should. That was from 1971, I Lead a Life. No, Feel You Do. This is I Lead a Life. This is called When a Woman Says She Ready. Up church on bass, Curly Cook, Clyde Stubblefield on the drums. Good groove here. When a woman says she's waiting, when a woman's got to go. I remember when I bought this record, where I was, what I was doing. Imagine that. 1972. Ask me what I have for breakfast. When the woman's in a hurry, I just one thing you should know. Yes, when the woman says she's waiting, all then it's ready, steady, go.
other than Mrs. St. Jordan's Crohn's, the rhythm section is spectacular. That's Clyde Stubblefield on drum and um, Philip Church on bass. Some more Ben. More about love.
Some of my favorite lyrics. You know, I often wondered if he ever did live performances where he spiced it up. I never saw, I don't know if I ever saw Michael Franks now that I think about it. Maybe once. But I wonder if he had the, <laughs> I'm sure it had to cross his mind. It's too easy. Simple songs, 
little uh, suggestive, I would say, huh? Why do you always love your Pentax? Who talks about a Pentax anymore while I'm in the nude? Whoa. Whoa. How about some more, some more Ben Sidron? Song for people like us. They got a song for winners. They got a song for those who lose. They got a song for dealers, yes. They got a song for those who use. They got a song for beggars. They got a song for those who choose. But baby, They don't have a song for a sucker like you, sucker like you. What's that you're saying? That you have been misunderstood. You want to take the time and clear it up? A matter of fact, I wish you would. And if it's a real long story, take your time. You can't make it good, make it true. Cause baby, they don't have a song for a sucker like you, sucker like you. your doctor he's gonna tell you how you feel and you got yourself a lawyer don't you bear he's gonna show you how to steal now you want a musician want him to make your dream come true well baby Sucker like you. Sucker like you. 
The uncredited um, flute belongs to Johnny Allman, just so you know.
When my baby cooks her eggplant She don't read no book She's got a geoconda Kind of dirty look And my baby cooks her eggplant About 19 different ways Sometimes I just have it raw with mayonnaise Locked us up, peaches. We're locked inside this suit. Your bananas get thrown at me, and mine get thrown at you. Every night we fuss and fight like Arabs and like Jews. I guess love is always just love is monkey see and monkey do. That's all it is, peaches. Love is monkey see and monkey do. Would I lie to you? Love is monkey see and monkey do. That's all it is, peaches. Love is monkey see and monkey do. Do, do, do. Do you want my love, peaches? Or do you want my rage? Or do you merely like to see me shake my cage? get thrown at me and mine get thrown at you I guess love is always just love is monkey see and monkey do that's all it is peaches love is monkey see and 
monkey do? Would I lie to you? Love is monkey see and monkey do. That's all it is, peaches. Love is monkey see and monkey do. Nice sax work by David Sanborn there. Joe Sample, of course, on keyboards, too. Baseball? I don't watch it anymore. Screw them. I don't watch any sports anymore. Screw them all. I vote with my channel changing. Watch black and white reruns. Everyone sings home of the brave And land of the free you had 20 wins and one save Now you're up against me How can I keep control of my nerves The way you wind up when you throw me those curves I hear him yell strike and it's a good call It's so hard to keep my eyes on the ball On the baseball Love is just like
counts three and two. And the game like Beethoven's night is what I must do. Now that we're here, alone in the dark, I'm gonna send this right out of the park. If I was you, I'd leave it alone, cause I'm tearing around third, sliding towards home. E.T. Dirty Dozen. Whenever we're in the New York area, I listen to Bob putting ain't no sound of blue.
If they ain't moving, I go for a doctor checkup, okay? <laughs> dirty dozen breast men. Oh, just the dirty dozen they called here. Some more. So, different album they did. I've talked to Ephraim and some of the guys about this record. They, they were like, eh. They weren't so sure this was the right direction they were in. I like the record a lot. It's called Ears to the Wall. From 1996 for Mammoth Records, which I don't even know exists anymore. Roger Lewis, the baritone player, is 82. This is called Reprieve. Oh, these guys need a reprieve, that's for sure. You ever hung out with these clowns? Oh my God. A lot of fun, but crazy. I met Ephraim at the Meridian Hotel in New Orleans for brunch. <laughs> Never met him before. We talked solid for like two hours and drank a bunch of, of uh, what is it, champagne and orange juice? What is that? Uh, I'll remember. But you know what I'm talking about. What a great brunch. The woman I was with, the woman he was with, I think was his wife. They were so bored. It was just like talking the history of jazz and whatever. Mimosas. I don't know how many we drank that day. I crawled out of there. By the way, that meeting was a happen chance. I mean, it just was not planned. I pulled up to, a, you know, sat down for, for brunch <laughs> in good order. And then sitting right next to me, I noticed it was Ephraim Town. I said, aren't you from the Dirty Johnson? Yeah. There we go. Away we went.
I had the good fortune of being, I think it was on the Delbert Cruise. Yeah, it had to be the Delbert Cruise. I did do the Rhythm and Blues Cruise one year. But anyway, Tommy Castro was on board with his band, which included this fella, Keith Crossan, who was a longtime sax player with Tommy Castro band. <laughs> during, the, during the performance, Tommy comes up to the microphone and says, I'm done with the horns. Keith was cool about it and just walked away. I think it was Tom Rinta. It was Tom Rinta or no Tom Poole or Mike Rinta. One of one of the two told Tommy to go fuck himself and walked off. He says, "I ain't playing for you the rest of the weekend. Pay me or not, I don't give a shit." Nice job, Tommy. <laughs> I still like Tommy. Don't get me wrong. He can be a little crass. Not a bad guy. Anyway, this is uh, during that, that ride. Keith got together with as many horn players as he could get his hands on and had sheet music and handed it out. And they actually performed a chunk of this album. What chance would I have gotten to see this anywhere else? You think they could have taken a, a, a good sized band from the Bay Area, where they're from, out to uh, New York and put this show on the road? I don't think so. So I was always happy about that and actually talked to Keith about it in an interview we did to help promote the record, which I thought was a good record, called Beatnik Jungle from 2007. That's Tommy Castro's guitar on that track, not the track before. Line of notes are... Could be better. How's that? No credits are given for the songwriting, so I don't, I don't know. So I just said, I guess it's Keith Crossan. They do list all the players, which is good. But I should let this play and shut up, right? This is called Blues for Miana. Keith Crossan, C-R-O-S-S-A-N. No website. Oh, God. A real nice guy, too, I might add. I got to know him a little bit. A little bit, just a little bit, but...
That's the title track from Keith Carson's album called Beatnik Jungle. Only record he made, as far as I'm aware of. Joe Bonamassa. Sound a little bit like Tower of Power here.
Hey everybody, this is Emilio Castillo from the group Tower of Power. Whenever I'm in New York City, I listen to Bob Putignano, Sounds of Blue. What is hip? <laughs>
For those of you keeping score, Thank you. I did play Squib Cakes in the last show, a different Cakes. version. This is from WLAR. Back to Oakland. We're going to do a song for you called This Time It's Real. No, we're not going to do that right now. Anyway, it's a two-CD box set that you can find on Real Gone Music or TowerPower.com. Hip it and hip. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Not so sure about that, but live on the air and in the studio, 1974, at the Ultrasonic Recording Studios, Hempstead, Long Island, which was broadcast over the airways, the great airways of WLAR 92.7. Still remember. How about some more? Hi, this is Joe Bonamassa, and you're listening to Bob Putignano on the Sounds of Blue. <laughs> Shut 
That song sounds familiar. It's written by Steve Gomes and Ronnie Horvath, otherwise known as Ronnie Earl. Joe Bonamassa, nice job. Back to WLIR. 92.7. It's real. It's good to know that there's some reality in the world. 
of love. Oh, it's
love and understanding has brought us through stormy weather. I must admit, girl, I haven't always been good. But you stuck by me just like you said you would. Hey, I know that enough is enough. But you shouldn't be talking about giving up. Turning loose might be right, it seems. The wrong decision will spoil all our dreams.
Hey, this is Ben Sidron, and you know, whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Putignano's Sounds of Blue.
you heard some of the singing in the background and the guitar playing. That was Steve Miller with Ben Sidron. Face Your Fears. Some great lines in this one, too. Check it out. Michael Franks. Run out of time. About 38 minutes to go. We all knew someone like this, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Lovesick Lizzie, you will miss me when they put me in chains down in New Orleans. Better call your dogs off now. This is not fun. Take your shotgun out of my side. It offends my pride. Let me milk your cow. Lovesick Lizzie, I get dizzy just from the thought of. If you're lovesick, how come you preen like a star in your jeans? Were you just born to tease? You've been flirting, playing dirty, displaying your wares from the top of the stairs. Oh, open your window, please. Lovesick Lizzie, I get dizzy just from the thought of Thank you. 
shot some pharaoh and miles and michael white i sniffed a whole lot of coal train late at night you know bird mocking me has got my soul but i just can't seem to shake this rock and roll Drop some Mozart, Beethoven, and Ravel. I played a whole lot of scales that hurt like hell. You know Johann Sebastian sure got soul, but I just can't seem to shake this rock and roll. When I took it to the doctor, he said I'll poke around in it, but it might be malignant. When I took it to my lady, she said you'll always be funky. Hi, this is Ben Sidron, and whenever I'm in the New York area, I listen to Bob Puttingiano's Sounds of Blue. It puts a smile on your FM dial.
Let's hope Ben is right about this next song.
shiny car You got the radio telling you just where you are Might be cold advice, but then you can't be surprised Step right up, sucker, don't be afraid of the dice Cause the nicest thing about the United States Everybody's free to make their own everybody, this is Tommy Castro, and you know, whenever I'm in the New York City area, I always listen to Bob Putignano's Sounds of Blue.
like the girl. No, I like them a lot. But if I mess up, my old lady gonna have me shot. Hey, hey, hey. Everything I do is bad for me. I can't help myself. Oh, my nasty habits. They just won't, they won't let me be. They don't be me long. Wait a minute. It's a pleasure and an honor to be playing right here at the legendary Fillmore Auditorium right here in my town. I love this crowd.
puke in somebody's face. You know, like, ah! <laughs> one, two, one, two.
Bam. There you have it. I had a little trouble with my computer, and I was almost missed the bam. <laughs> oh, man, it's almost 8 o'clock here on a Sunday night. Just to put the date on it, which we've been trying to let you know for what reasons, I don't, I don't know. But just to give it some sort of reference, today is October 22nd. So you'll probably hear this in this, probably the second week of November would be my guess. So just to, you know. Give it a little perspective, maybe. I, I don't know. Whatever. What do we hear? Of course, NRBQ and the whole wheat horns. Get that gasoline. I won't rant about gasoline, but um, I'm worried about it. Okay. I'm making all kinds of changes to my investments. Had a long conversation with a broker, and uh, my longtime broker. And uh, there'll be some changes made this week. So. Anybody has questions, welcome to call me or email me better. Yeah, email me. Okay. We heard Hooglin. That's from a later day album from 2012, later day from the stuff we've been playing by Ben Sedgerin, called Don't Cry for No Hipster. We heard Back Down on Statry. That's one of the greatest groups. There's a lot of great groups he did back in the 70s on Blue Thumb in particular, and particularly with um, Upchurch on bass. He's no slouch on guitar, man. Holy Christ! But man, he really, he really beats the the heck out of the out of the defender bass without question. And Curly Cook on on guitar, and the great Clyde Stubblefield, who passed away several years ago, um, who was famous for being in the James Brown bands of the past. And there you have it. If you want to find out more, go to soundsofblue.com. It's all there for you. I think. No, it is. We're happy with the transition we made over to the podcast. We got some new podcast things coming up and uh that no that are already there. There's some options when you when you go to soundsofblue.com and you get a list of some of the shows that are available, you'll see that there are playback options. So whatever floats your boat. I you know, me I'm happy to you know when I find something, if I if I get it in, in, in my browser, I'm thrilled. In any event, be safe, be careful, be happy. Do the best you can in these uh, unruly times. I think it's just unruly. You know, politicians, man, I'm just, I'm just so fed up with politicians. No, I said I wouldn't do it. My name's Bob Puttingano. This has been Sounds of Blue, number 414. Take care, everybody. I appreciate your support. Ciao for now. Bye-bye.